you are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On Spurs is a daily podcast covering the San Antonio Spurs. Subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Audioboom, and many more. Locked On Spurs will be there waiting for all Spurs fans, whether it be on your daily commute, lunch hour, or whenever you have time, Locked On Spurs will bring you the latest on the silver and black. Now, let's talk some Spurs. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. And the Spurs are going to conclude their mini three-game road trip with a trip to D.C. to face the Washington Wizards. And to join me to break down the game is our very own Locked On Wizards, Ben Standig. Ben, uh, welcome to the show. Hey, I really appreciate uh, doing this. my uh, first time doing another person's Locked On Podcast of so, uh the Wizards got their first road win today, and I get to be my first locked on podcast. Something else, pretty cool. Pretty cool. And, yeah, no, no pressure on my end, right, to deliver on, <laughs> as a host. But yeah, so the Spurs and the Wizards are going to be hooking up later today, uh, as I mentioned in DC. And uh, the Spurs are coming in, kind of a juggernaut. You know, they're undefeated on the road, and now they're up nine zero after beating the Boston Celtics yesterday. The Spurs are taking that undefeated record into Washington. So I guess my first question is, how in the world are the Wizards going to stop the mighty San Antonio Spurs? Oh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that they know. I mean, to be fair, I mean, you know, look, the Wizards starting five for the most part has not been an issue. Uh, once again, in Friday's win at Orlando, again, as I said, their first one of the year, uh, John Wall, you know, big all-court game, 26 points. Uh, had three steals, 10 assists. Bradley Beal had a pretty nice all-around game. All their starters played uh, sported double figures. Double figures. They also all played heavy minutes. Wall and Beal each played at least 37. And that's how they were able to finish off Orlando, combined with really good defense. The starters led the way. The issue has yeah. been their bench has been something of a mess. And I saw, what did San Antonio, you guys had like 56 points? 56. Off I, the bench or something like that? I, actually, it gets a... Yeah, actually, against uh, Boston, it was forty nine. Oh, forty nine. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah. whatever it was, I don't know. If, I don't know if the Wizards just scored forty nine off the bench um, combined in the last, you know, three or four games. Um, so to me, that's where I don't know how they're going to be able to. Once the starters sit, that to me seems where the Wizards are going to find themselves. Uh, for Washington, the Spurs or should be able to separate themselves. Well, uh, if there's any uh, hope for Washington uh, versus San Antonio, is this the Spurs? Yes. They are 13-3. and three. Yes, they are undefeated on the road. Yes, they are, you know, coming off a road win. But if you look at their recent games, Ben, they've been kind of shaky. They had to go, what, to the final minutes against the lowly Mavericks. They, they had a tough time with the Hornets. It took them until maybe beginning of the fourth quarter, late third, to finally get control of the Celtics and get a win there. So the uh, Spurs definitely are having issues. Now, there's one thing the weakness the Spurs have is this. Teams are getting the job done in the paint. 
just because uh, LaMarcus Aldridge and Paul Gasol are there doesn't mean that rim and that lane is shut down. So you saw players such as Isaiah Thomas, uh, Marcus Smart, and a couple of other Celtics uh, just really, Al Horford, just really take it to the Spurs in the paint. They actually de- de- demolish them in the paint. Is that uh, something that the Wizards can exploit with the personnel they have on the roster? I think it's definitely possible with the starters. I mean, Martin Gortat is a uh, you know one of the more solid centers in the NBA. He really can score when, when he and John Wall are hooking up and pick and roll. Um, Marquise Morris, you know, he's had games where he's just led them in scoring. I mean, he's been a threat both inside and also stretching out to the to the three point line. Uh, and of course, you know, Wall attacks the lane as well as almost any point guard in the NBA. But you know, like I said, it's, it's when they go to the bench. It's almost non-existent what they get inside on either end of the court. They basically their their current interior tandem off the bench is Andrew Nicholson and Jason Smith, and you know they've been, been disappointments. I mean, so right. to say the least, and that, that that's the issue. So I think again, if the starters, you know, again back-to-back games, they're gonna have to play heavy minutes again. Most likely, if they can do that, stay out of foul trouble. I think they've got a shot. But if, if they're relying on the second unit to, to score anywhere, but especially inside. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to be in trouble. Yeah, the uh, Wizards versus the Mav. The, I'm sorry, the Magic. They scored what uh, 12 points off the bench. That is the uh, bench uh, production, if you will. Uh, but nonetheless, you know the the Wizards did get the win. Now, it's funny you mentioned about back to back situations. The Wizards are one and two on the second game of a back to back this season, and at home, they're split four and four. But they do average 106.5 points per game in their home arena. I think that is the, probably the best option the Wizards have against San Antonio. It just really get that score uh, up in the high digits. You know, Kawhi Leonard, he is definitely a beast. He's beasting this year. He's, you know, MVP candidate. But you have Paul Gasol, who was coming off an over against Boston. Jonathan Simmons seems to, um, you know, been kind of, up and down, more down than up after his first uh, game versus the Warriors. And, of course, Kyle Anderson now is buried on the bench. You know, and then uh, Tony Parker is not the reliable scorer anymore. So, if anything, that the Wizards could do is probably exploit the fact that the Spurs may have gotten younger, yes, may have gotten athletic slightly. And I think that as a Spurs person who covers this, uh, the black and silver, I'll get this Wizards team and I'm thinking, my goodness, if they use that – youth and athleticism versus San Antonio, it might be a long night for the Spurs. I mean, that's one thing Washington can do a little bit off the bench. Um, in particular, you've got uh, Thomas Sadoransky, a rookie from the Czech Republic, who has easily been their best best uh, bench player. And then you have Kelly Oubre, their first uh, small forward, their first round pick last year. But those two in particular are definitely athletic and play open court uh, game, and they can blend it nicely when mixed in. <clears throat> The starters, and again, not to keep harping on this, this yeah. the Wizards' flaws, but this is basically how all my podcasts have gone this year. You know, we, we, so, so at some point, there's some mention of how how poor the, the, the bench play is. Um, you know, adding to the potential concern for the Wizards tomorrow or, or on Saturday is that uh, John Wall they hadn't even been using him in back-to-back this game mm-hmm. because of the fact that he had two knee surgeries in the offseason. They just started letting him play in. In consecutive, on consecutive nights, but they were limiting his minutes in at least one of those games. Well, he played 39 minutes against Orlando, so presumably he's not going to sniff that much again. And if they have to go to the bench, then you know we'll, we'll see uh, 
we'll, we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, you look. I mean, you mentioned you know they've got athletic guys on the front court in with the starting lineup as well as a few guys off the bench. So yeah, if they can if they can run, if they've got the energy, then yeah, maybe maybe things could be interesting. Yeah, I, you know, for Spurs fans or just media in general, like yourself, or just anybody who's going to be watching the game uh, uh, for the San Antonio and Washington, Washington definitely gets off to a fast start. In their first quarter, they're averaging close to 29 points per game in that first quarter and outscoring visiting teams at home but with a plus 6.8. Can you talk about that hot start that the Wizards usually get off to? Sure, and I'm not sure if, how, if those numbers include – what happened in Orlando? They they led. They had a, a 17 to one run to go up 26 to seven mm-hmm. early in the game. They they led by 12 after the first quarter, 10 at halftime. Um, you know, I think it's John Wall. I mean, he is. You know, to say he's a difference maker is a massive understatement. But you know, he's does a great job of getting this team going on both ends of the court. I mean, he was just a blur uh, against Orlando, getting into the lane, but also being a real test defensively, and when that was happening, they were able to uh, get out in the break. They were able to, even in the half court, just seemingly had little issues, you know, finding lanes to, to the baskets. But I just think over time, you know, when you're relying so much on the starters to play at a high level, you know, whether the starters at some point hit a lull or the bench itself just collapses, uh, that, that, that that's where they – seemingly run into problems. I mean, they'll get help when Jan Mahimi comes back from his knee injury. That's not I don't think that's going to be tomorrow or Saturday against the Spurs. But until he comes back, that second unit just lacks a um, lacks an identity. And based on this conversation, you can see uh, pretty much all my podcasts, as I said, keep going. Right. Now, you, good, you, you asked a very interesting question uh, during the game on Twitter. You asked, is John Wall faster than he's good or gooder than he's fast? <laughs> you explain that. I mean, he, I mean, obviously, you know, I don't know, outside of uh, somebody like Russell Westbrook or somebody, he's arguably the fastest player, you know, especially with the ball in his hands in the league. And it just seems like it's one of those things, you know, he's the centerpiece for everything they're trying to do. And the Wizards have some other good players in Bradley Beal, Otto Porter's really coming to his own this year. Um, you know, Gortat Morrison, there, there's not a, there's not anything close to a stiff in the starting lineup. The wall is the obvious engine, and yet mm-hmm. teams still can't figure out how to slow him down, um, especially, like you said, early, earlier, earlier in the game. So, you know, I, I think where he gets into trouble sometimes, he takes off a little, he can take off on the defensive end, and he can also, uh, because teams are, are typically going to, you know, play off of him and settle for the jumper, right. sometimes will. Uh, we'll do that, but I will say, at least going into tonight, he's shooting over 40% from three, and he, uh, you know, we started off the game with a three, so um, you know he, he's gotten better in that respect. So yes, I guess I would say he's 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 good more than he's fast, which is not something we probably would have said most of his career. Right. If there is one matchup that you would tell all Spurs fans and all Washington fans to keep an eye on during the game, what would that be? Well, I mean, I think the you know, the Kawhi Leonard is such a fascinating story, uh, you know, obviously for you guys. But, you know, he, he's one of those players that the Wizards nation always kind of looks at because the Wizards had the sixth pick in the 2011 draft. I, for one, was among the people who kind of wanted them to take Kawhi Leonard. They they took his job bestly instead. Mm-hmm. And three years later, three years later, out of the league. I know Kawhi slipped well past six. But regardless, that's kind of what I was thinking and a lot of other people as well. So when you look at him and you look at Otto Porter, 
who has really has stepped up this year after sort of you know three overall kind of middling seasons in the league. I mean, they're both interesting because they both are two-way players. They're both very humble, low-key guys. Right. You're not going to see a lot of wild, wild. I bet there's zero smack talk between them um, out there, which is not something you can say for every NBA matchup. But they both work hard. Obviously, Kawhi is a much better player at this point. But Parado really has been very instrumental in what the Wizards are doing, both as a corner three-point shooter, but also as a sneaky rebounder. I say sneaky because he's, uh, you know, he's like olive oil skinny. Olive oil. <laughs> yeah. Skinny, olive oil. I mean, he's a crazy skinny, but he's found his toughness. So I think that's a pretty interesting matchup. If Otto can give the Wizards, you know, even anything in the ballpark of a draw against Kawhi, then, you know, then perhaps they've got some advantages elsewhere. They can, uh, they can do, uh, do pretty good with. Yeah, if you're looking at the Wizards, um, in the last five games, they are three and two. And as opposed to in their, their first 10 games, uh, they were four and six. And they've upped their offense. You know, in the, um, in the, prior to the last five games, in the last 10 games, they were averaging 103 points per game. In the last five games, they're now averaging 106.4. So they're definitely seem, they starting to seem to be getting things clicking on the offensive end, at least. Yeah, you know, this was a big five game stretch for them because it came against five teams with the, all with losing records. They they had the toughest schedule in the NBA prior to this five game stretch, which started with a loss at Philly, even without uh, even with no Joel um, Joel Embiid. Right. But they closed it with two wins. Um, you know, again, there's not a lot of style points going on right now, but you know that they, they've figured out ways to get these wins, uh, and that's what, kind of what makes the Spurs game so interesting. Obviously, it's an insanely tough game for the Wizards for for any team, but you know. Does this two-game winning streak lead to some true momentum? I, I really do think they showed some some resolve against Orlando that they had not been shown earlier in the year uh, because they did fall behind in the fourth quarter. And it, it, when that's happened before, you know, it just snowballs from there. This time they fought back. They hit a couple of uh, quick threes. And then defensively they held Orlando to five straight possessions without a point. Obviously, again, that's a much tougher matchup with the Spurs. But, yes, they can get they can make shots. Um, you know, get going and, and find that defensive resolve. You know, we've seen you know we've seen up this happen before. All right, Ben, you are a very very busy man, so we don't want to take up too much of your time. Final thoughts and game prediction. Well, I, you know, it, it would be crazy for me to pick pick, pick the wizard, so I won't, I won't <laughs> do that. I guess what I just I guess what I just want to see is, you know, defensively, can they for two straight games really really hang in there? And to do so, especially coming off of, you know, both teams are coming off of back-to-back, but, you know, the Wizards, are, it's going to be tougher for them because of their lack of a lack of bench. I'm not expecting much interesting happening off the bench, but if somehow they can figure out a way with the starters to make shots, to, to, to be tough defensively, you know, again, they, they've stepped up before against some good teams. They just let it slip away late, but maybe at home, maybe they can figure something out. All right, Ben, where can fans find you on social media? Sure. Obviously, we're at Locked On Wizards, and I'm at Ben Standig. I'll be tweeting up a storm on both accounts, and uh, look forward to talking about the game. Yeah, please, and everybody who's listening in right now, please tune in to Locked On Wizards. It's, it's perhaps one of the best, if not the best, uh, Wizards um, some one-stop shop to get all your information about the team from Washington. Please go check out Ben. does some great work. Ben, thank you for coming on Locked On Spurs, and good luck later today. I really appreciate it. Thanks a lot. All right.